Hello, I'm attorney Paul Whalen from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. All of our fees are based on a sliding scale based on your income. That means the less you make, the less you have to pay. Today, I want to take a moment to discuss character evidence in criminal trials in Massachusetts. Character evidence, is it admissible? Well, the general rule is that character evidence of the defendant is not admissible in a criminal trial uh, when it's offered by the prosecution. So what is character evidence anyway? Character evidence is something that goes beyond um, direct or circumstantial evidence that's based specifically on the facts of the case before the judge or the jury. Character evidence is basically uh, about the, the person's uh, reputation in the community, the person's propensity towards uh, bad behavior, for instance. Um, the, the prosecution would like very much to get into evidence, uh, any character evidence that shows that the defendant is a bad person. So if they uh, you know, have a, a pr prior bad acts or if they are cheating on their taxes or they're cheating on their spouse or uh, they're unkind to animals or whatever it might be, uh, they want to get that into that information to the jury to get into the jury's mind that this person is a bad person. Therefore, he's more he or she is more likely to have committed the crime. And the reason why that's uh, not allowed generally uh, is that the, the uh, justice system is set up so that the jury is supposed to be deciding, has the Commonwealth proven their case based on the specific facts of the case? Not about whether you like the person or not, whether the person's a good person, a bad person. Uh, they should be focused only on has the Commonwealth pro proven their case. If you start introducing character evidence, especially putting the, the defendant in a bad light, it's going, going to get into the heads of the jury to think he's a bad person, therefore he's more likely to have committed this crime. And that's what we don't want. Now, sometimes uh, we get uh, uh, friends and family members of our clients who say, oh, I, I can be a character witness for, for this person. He's a good person, and I can come forward and tell you that he's, uh, he's a great guy. He you know, uh, coaches Little League and he donates money and he donates his time to the church or to food shelters or whatever it might be uh, in order to try to put them in a, in, a, in a good light. You generally don't want that to happen because the general rule is the prosecution cannot bring in any evidence about the defendant's character. Uh, the exception, however, is if that door is opened by the defense. So if the defense puts on character evidence uh, trying to state that the defendant has a good character, the, the prosecution is then uh, able to bring in evidence that the, uh, that the reputation of the defendant in the community and so forth is that he's a, he has a bad character, he's a bad person. So that opens the door and on cross-examination they can bring, or not even just cross-examination, they can also bring in other witnesses then to come in and say, oh, he abused me in the past. He, he you know, is, is a bad person. He shorted me on a business deal uh, and whatever other uh, skeletons in the closet they can bring out, which would normally be inadmissible. But if the door has been opened uh, on an attempt to prove a defendant's good character, the prosecution can then rebut that uh, presumption with evidence to show that he has uh, he is of a bad character. Uh, conversely, in criminal trials, the character of the um, of the say the alleged victim, for instance, can be um, uh, brought forward. 
we often see this in uh, assault and battery cases where the defendant's uh, theory of the case is that the alleged victim was the original aggressor. So in cases like that, as a defense attorney, we can bring in evidence, present evidence uh, showing that the uh, alleged victim has a propensity towards violence. They're a person who has a reputation in the community of starting fights, of involving in, in uh, of being in fights and in uh, violent and tumultuous activities. Uh, we can show that we can bring in evidence that the defendant knew of a, a threat, for instance, that the alleged victim made against our client. And that's the reason, uh, part of the reason why the, uh, the assault and battery, the affray took place. Uh, even if the defendant did not know of that, um, of that particular threat against them. If there's evidence that the, def that the alleged victim made a threat, even without the defendant's knowledge, that can still be brought in as evidence. And that's very strong evidence uh, in assault and battery type cases. So uh, the general rule is that uh, the uh, bad character of a defendant is not admissible. Um, any pr uh, prior criminal activity is not allowed to be brought in. So if the defendant has a criminal record, that cannot be brought into evidence by the prosecution. With the exception, however, well, there are a few exceptions, one of which is if the defendant testifies. So any, any witness, be it the defendant, the alleged victim, or a third party, if they have a criminal record, and depending on what they, if they've been convicted and how long ago the conviction was and uh, what the charges were, their criminal record could be used against them to make them less credible in the eyes of the uh, of the jury. So basically, as a rule of thumb, if there's a conviction of a misdemeanor within five years of the testimony, that can be brought in. If there's a conviction of a, on a felony within 10 years of the testimony, that can be brought in as well. Uh, so those are the kinds of things that you have to watch out for when, when dealing with character evidence, uh, because the defense does not want to open that door to allow the prosecution to bring in evidence to put you in a bad light. As I say, a Ford law uh, does do everything on a sliding scale fee. We're giving voice in the courtroom to the hardworking men and women of Massachusetts. We practice criminal law and family law. Our fees are based on a sliding scale based on your income. The less you make, the less you pay. Feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org and please feel free to book a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any specific questions you have about criminal law matters or family law matters uh, in Massachusetts. At Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.